Hey, thanks for tuning in to the Expressing Motherhood podcast. My name is Lindsay Cavett. I'm a Los Angeles mother of three, and I have been happily directing and producing the show since 2008. I'm about to share with you Megan Dolan's piece. Megan has been in Expressing Motherhood multiple times. She actually just flew up to Portland in April and was part of that cast. And then she was part of the Silver Lake cast a week after we got back from Portland, did another show here in Los Angeles. I'm sitting here in my closet. I'm going over the... I want to get these uh, pieces up so people can hear them. I don't want more time to go on. And it's really hard for me to listen to my voice as I know it's hard for a lot of us. So probably going to be some mess ups, but it's really hard for me to go back and listen to myself and edit it. So if you don't like that, just walk away. No, I'm kidding. All right. The real problem is it's after six and I'm trying to get this done. I'm just, I'm not a night owl guys, but you are going to really enjoy Megan because Megan is an Exmo groupie. This is her bio. She has performed in expressing motherhood shows in the South Bay, Santa Monica, Silver Lake, and Portland. She pretty much follows Exmo show anywhere because the combination of truth, humor, and connection is addicting. Thank you, Megan. Megan has two children, one husband, and no pets. She has written and performed pieces for the storytelling shows, Listen to Your Mother, Diversity Tales from the Urban Jungle, the Funny Women Festival, the Altadena Creativity Festival, and the TEDx Pasadena Women's Conference. Her solo show, Snack, won an Encore Producers Award at the Hollywood Fringe Festival. You can check out her blog at Dolan, that's with an A, D-O-L-A-N, dolansblog.wordpress.com. And Megan just has so many great observations about people. She does. She's a great character study. And I'm just so happy to have her in the show. And I'm really happy to be helping her produce another one of her one-women show, shows um, this fall. Here is Megan Dolan in Expressing Motherhood. I am not an alpha mom. <laughs> Hell, I'm not even a beta mom. What's the next Greek letter? Gamma? Delta. Epsilon. I'm probably more of an epsilon mom. You know, when I'm amongst a gaggle of mothers who are debating the pros and cons of delaying vaccines or the benefits of organic produce, I rarely voice my opinion. That is when I actually have an opinion. A lot of times I'm kind of just blank, you know? I'm a listener, an observer, and I would argue that in the current toxic political climate, these are valuable qualities to have. But when my five-year-old son is diagnosed with autism and I am plunged into the special needs world, a world awash with alpha moms, they have to be fierce. It becomes apparent that my laid-back epsilon ways might not serve me here. Okay, so I'm sitting in the large drafting meeting room at the Hermosa Beach Kiwanis Club, and it's my first time. I'm here for the monthly meeting of FEAT. That's F-E-A-T. And it stands for Parents for Effective Autism Treatment. But the acronym's a little confusing. (laughs) Because it lacks the P for parents, and it just starts with the F for four, and I keep forgetting what the F stands for, so in my head, I just change it to (laughs) Puffy. 
And across from me is a very professional-looking woman with jet-black, shiny hair. She's wearing a gray pencil skirt, white blouse, and black blazer. And her clothes fit so well, she must have her own tailor. I read once in O Magazine that the only way to have your clothes really flatter your body is to have your own tailor. Really, Oprah? Really? Have to add that to my to-do list? few more women assemble themselves on the cold metal folding chairs and they all look well moisturized and put together in a Lululemon sort of way. <laughs> Pencil skirt looks around and says, okay, think we all know each other here? And then her gaze falls on me. So what's your story? Hi, um, my name's Megan and uh, my son, uh, Tyler, he's five and he was just diagnosed with Asperger, I mean, autism spectrum disorder and um, his biggest challenge is he won't talk to other kids but our child psychologist observed him in, in his kindergarten at our, our local public school and she strongly recommended that we find a smaller class size so we've moved him to a small private school and uh, that's where we are now <laughs> pencil skirt takes a beat okay well the first thing you're going to have to do is hire a lawyer a lawyer Yes, you'll need to put them back in the public school system. Private schools do not have the infrastructure to offer services. Oh, does he have an IEP? No. Is he doing ABA? No. Is he keeping up with the curriculum? Yes, he's reading and doing advanced math problems. Okay. Well, the district will want to evaluate him, and because his deficits seem to be social and not academic, at least not yet, you'll want to keep an eye on reading comprehension and auditory processing. They're going to tell you it's not their responsibility. The truth is, they're trying to protect their resources. They don't have enough money, so they don't want to give you any. They'll tell you what a wonderful kid your son is, and that he's very bright, and they'll blow smoke up your ass and say he'll probably grow out of it. But that's BS. You don't outgrow autism. Early intervention is key, so you're going to have to fight. You will most likely have to sue the school district and go to trial. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll do that right after I find a really good tailor. <laughs> then pencil skirt gestures to a blonde woman with crystal blue eyes who is totally pulling off this French braid. It starts on the side of her head and it winds completely around to the other side. And it looks elegant and stylish and not in the least bit Amish. <laughs> or plural wifey. <laughs> Helena here sued the Manhattan Beach School District and won. And now both her girls each have a one-to-one -one aide in the classroom. Wow. <laughs> Helena could be the patron saint of special needs moms, you know? Maybe we could all replicate her hairstyle and don our French braids in unity, and it could be like our very own pussy hats. <laughs> Helena cracks a hard one steely smile as if to say, my girls are on their way to productive, well-rounded lives because I'm a badass warrior mom who won't take no for an answer. Are you willing to do what it takes? Yes, Helena. Yes! 
you know what? Willingness. Whoa. Willingness has never been my problem. I've got willingness up the wazoo. I want to go out and join every support group in the greater Los Angeles area. But you know what will happen? I will crash and burn because I am hindered by an unfocused mind, (laughs) a lack of basic life skills, (laughs) crippling anxiety, and a tendency towards overwhelm. (laughs) Keeping everybody fed, rested, bathed, and delivered to school and extracurriculars in a somewhat timely manner is already way beyond my capabilities. And then add to that a random holiday like St. Patrick's Day and the goddamn leprechaun traps. (laughs) And I am fucked! (laughs) And now I'm supposed to add a lawsuit into my schedule? (laughs) But these moms, they're all alpha. They've got energy and organization for days. But is there another epsilon here like me? Probably not. She had planned to be here. (laughs) But then then she realized she had nothing in the house for dinner. And she was out of gas. So she made a quick stop at Trader Joe's and then Costco. And then she gets home. She's boiling some frozen ravioli, just convincing herself that the marinara will count as a vegetable. (laughs) When her husband texts saying he'll be late, so she nags her kids to do their homework and sloshes through baths, and by the time she wrangles them into bed, her exhaustion is crushing, and she collapses on the couch to just watch a few minutes of The Walking Dead. (laughs) She likes to see people whose lives are a little more difficult than hers. Before she slips into unconsciousness to do it all again tomorrow. But she bolts awake at 3 a.m. in the grips of terror that her son is slipping through the cracks. She will go to that meeting next month. She promises herself. So she gets up. She walks to the kitchen. And she writes on the family calendar in red Sharpie, all caps, PAFEET! (laughs) Exclamation point. Pencil Skirt hands me a stack of paperwork. Here's the guide for the newly diagnosed, a worksheet for IEP prep, a complete list of our approved doctors and service providers, and a contact sheet with all of our emails and phone numbers. Oh, thank you. Thanks. I'm Yvonne. My son, Calvin, is six. He's nonverbal. Oh, wow. That's... Just breathe. It's going to be okay. We'll see you next time. Yes. Yeah. The Epsilon contingent will be present.